This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The following is a presentation of A's Cast, your free 24-7 nonstop destination for A's baseball. It's time to go inside the front office of the Athletics with the general manager of the A's, David Forst. Here now is the David Forst Show with Chris Townsend. And the general manager of your Oakland Athletics, David Forrest, joins us here on A's Cast Live. David, it's been a while. How are you? Tony, what's going on, man? We were just talking with Glenn Kuyper, and it's like, you know, what's crazy is since, you know, we haven't been to the ballpark, we haven't seen you since spring training. That was a long time ago. <laughs> I know. And this is like the first call I've done in two months. That's a phone call, not a Zoom call. So it's, uh, we're kicking it old school here. So we were playing clips of you, of your interview and, um, you know, the way the winter meetings work, it's like all the media and all the people are down in the lobby and everything. And you guys are up in your rooms and you're talking to other teams doing deals. So I guess as, as weird as it may seem, it wasn't as normal as you think that the, these winter meetings for you. Yeah, it uh, in that way, it, it wasn't a whole lot different. I mean, at this point, you know, the, the best part of the winter meetings for us is the fact that we have so much of our organization in one place. You've got, you know, scouting and player development heads in one place. You've got all of our front office, uh, you know, like Billy O, who's down in Arizona full time. I don't get to see him that much during the season. Like we've got all these guys and girls in one place. We get to go to dinner with 15, 20 people like that's that's the part of the winter meetings that everybody really missed this year. And, and frankly, it's kind of the part of life that we're all missing right now. Um, but as far as interacting with the other teams or agents or whatever, yeah, a lot of that stuff, even when you're in the same building, is done via text or via phone calls. So um, so that part wasn't all that different. You know, last year down in San Diego, and this is what I'm wondering how the business is going to change. It's like I saw Haley Alvarez. She was interviewing somebody out at a table. You know, a lot of jobs are created at the winter meetings. Like, how does that change for all these organizations when you normally meet people and hire people down at the winter meeting and now you don't get to see them face to face? That That is the other difficult part. And that, that so many people have found their way into the game through those those winter meetings, interviews, and there's a job fair. And, and we, uh, we've we done a lot of interviewing historically at the winter meetings, particularly for internships. And, um, God, it's just it's such a crazy time thinking about planning for 2021 because there's still so many uncertainties, you know, everything from, from our budget to the season and then when spring training is going to actually happen. And, um, you know, we – you know, you mentioned Haley. Haley came to us through an internship originally, and now she's working full time in our, our scouting and baseball ops. So uh, there are there are these opportunities that you hope are not missed by uh, by not being there in person to to interview uh, younger folks who want to get into the game. You know, we had David Schoenfield on from ESPN, and we were talking about you know I I, I don't know 
what's going to happen with, with Billy Bean, but we were talking to him and, you know, and you mentioned Billy Owens, who was recently on the program. I've known Billy since college. And, you know, you, you think of how long you've been there, Eric Kubota, Keith Lippman, was, you know, the fact that you guys have been able to remake this club, and this is what David said that he was so impressed with with you guys, is that you've remade the club so many different times. I mean, can you can you speak to that about how you guys have remade the roster, you keep going to the playoffs, and you've done it three or four times, which most, most organizations can't do that. Yeah, it's something that we're we're certainly very proud of. And in, in my time here, 21 years, you know, Billy Longer, all, all those people you just mentioned, uh, Eric and Keith and B.O., like all who've been here even longer than I have, um, we've had this group together. Uh, and we have, you know, out of, mostly out of necessity, obviously, but we've remade the team. And, and you look at sort of the uh, the different groups, obviously the, you know, the first the first run in from 2000, 2003. And then you had the AL, you know, the AL, uh, uh, excuse me, the champ, the ALCS team in 2006. And then we had 12, 13, 14. And then these last three years, you've got these like very defined playoff groups and, uh, and all with different, different strengths, different personalities. Um, you know, obviously, you know, Bob has been the constant through the last two groups that have gone to the playoffs three years in a row, but, um, but we've had to do it different ways and, um, and all those people that you mentioned, those are, you know, those are the people that, that sort of do the, the work on the ground that, that goes into creating those playoff teams. You know, a, a big question that a lot of baseball fans have, you know, is how has COVID-19 truly affected the game? And we know it's affected it financially. There's no question, but from your standpoint, you're talking to all these different teams it just seems like this winter is going to be different. It's going to be very slow. Just in your opinion, how, how has COVID affected the game? Man, it's hard, it's hard to it's hard to really define it right now. I mean, we're obviously we're we're still feel like we're in the middle of this thing, and still so much uncertainty about twenty one. Um, you know, we've seen the last couple off seasons the uh, the free agent, the trade market really get pushed back until around now typically you know the winter meetings has kind of been the time when a lot of things start to break and I, I think I think it will sort of drag out a, even a little bit more this year because um, you know partly because teams don't know what we're looking at uh, for the 21 season and hopefully hopefully Major League Baseball and the Players Association can get together soon on that um, and get some some definition here but you know, there's also, um, you know, there's also the question of whether teams are going to be allowed to have fans in the ballparks next season. And, and if, if they are, when that's going to start and, and how many fans will be allowed, there's just, there's so many questions we're trying to answer as a business right now that, um, that it just seems like the other questions are being put on hold. Yeah. We just had Dan Schulman on earlier today, longtime voice of the Blue Jays and ESPN. It's like the Blue Jays are not going to, I mean, reality is, they're not going to be able to play at home. And, you know, like they, like yeah. the NHL, you're going to have a Canadian vision and a United States. I mean, you, you got, you can't even go to Canada. So you got these teams that you're going to have to prepare to play like it's your spring training facility. Yeah. It's crazy to think about. And then, you know, step back and look at what the blue Jays were able to do uh, in 2020 playing in Buffalo, making the playoffs. Um, you know, they spent how much time they spent on the road to start the season before Buffalo was even ready. So uh, you know, hats off to them for, for getting through that. But, 
uh, yeah, those are those are the questions that are that are out there. And um, you know, we've we, we dealt with a lot of things in 2020 in terms of the protocols and and you know reimagining clubhouses and training rooms and and the stadium itself. And you know, we'd love to get to a point in 21 where we don't have to do a lot of that things. We can get back to some sense of normalcy, but it's, it's just hard to know when that's going to be. You know, when you look back, mentioning 2020, just how proud are you of the organization just to get to be able to get through the season the way you guys did? It's pretty it's 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 almost like a miracle because a lot of people thought it would never happen. Yeah, uh, no, you know, you and I have talked about it a couple of times and, and what what the guys on the field went through and Bob and his staff and, and our athletic training staff, everybody. But um, you look at the issues that are, are happening now with, you know, the NFL, uh, you know, has these huge COVID lists every week with players and, and college football and college basketball struggling just to get games played. I mean, obviously we're in a, you know, we're in a different environment now and, and the virus continues to affect people all over the country. But um, you know, along with, you know, along with the NHL and NBA, we were able to get through, though, you know, those teams did it in a bubble. We, we were playing in our own ballparks and traveling. And, and you think about how our, our players were, were able to, to get through it, to stay safe um, and really adhere to those protocols. So it is it's it's incredible when you look back that, that we got a season in, you know, albeit 60 games. Um, but the playoffs made it, and it was really important, I think, for baseball as an industry to to complete that and, and stay really stay on the map during 2020. So when you're you're looking at signing guys, do you even know right now exactly what the roster size is going to be for the big league club? We, we don't. <laughs> no, I mean we're 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 assuming uh, you know the 26 man roster that was actually put into place before 2020 we're assuming that is but but you just never know if we have to go into the season you know similarly with a covid injury list and protocols and stuff you might go back to 28 uh we don't know that for sure um obviously you know we're lucky we're not in the national league to have this sort of uncertainty about the dh um though as of right now they're operating as if there won't be a dh in the national league but but we know anything is possible so um no that that is it's a little bit of a, a difficult puzzle to put together uh, when you don't know. And that's, like I said, hopefully in the next few weeks or maybe sometime after the first of the year, some of these questions get answered and, and it kind of opens up the floodgates for teams to really start putting their, their clubs together in earnest. Well, there you have it, people. You wonder why we're having a slow off season. We don't even know what the rules are. <laughs> I, mean, I, mean, I, mean, I mean, luckily, you know, you're going to have a DH. Can you imagine yeah. being a National League GM and sometime in February they could be like, oh, yeah, now we're going to do a universal DH. Now you got to go find maybe multiple guys, one guy. I can't imagine what that would be like for it to be a National League GM. Yeah, well, that's, you know, that's how it went down last year. Those guys were all told in the middle of July, yeah, go ahead and, and include a DH in your lineup. So it's, you know, everybody's being flexible and, and we recognize that uh, it's not going to be perfect, but uh, we're hoping, hoping to figure it out sooner rather than later. Is this one of those deals for you, you know, as we used to say to our kids, uh, steady and slow wins the race? Is, is that kind of how you're going into this offseason? <laughs> I, I hope that's the, uh, the mantra that we're going by because, uh, yeah, I, I think there's a little bit of that. You don't want to 
you don't want to jump out too early if you don't know what's going on. Um, and we, you know, we, we never, we never go into the off season necessarily looking to set the market. Obviously we've had years where we've made kind of targeted strikes early on when we knew there were a player or, you know, some, some fit that, that made a lot of sense, but we, uh, we always tend to be patient and, uh, and let the market come to us a little bit. I mean, there's, look, there's plenty of conversations happening both with agents and with other clubs and, um, you know, and, and, other teams know who are interested in vice versa. So uh, those conversations are happening. Like I said, it's just it's a matter of uh, actually executing. It's probably going to take a little while. Yeah. I, I get the sense that you're all in the same boat, right? I mean, like everybody kind of understands that we've got to, everything's kind of going to be a wait and see for a little bit. Well, you've seen, you've seen some players sign and some smaller trades happen um, but it is, yeah, it's kind of, everybody's kind of feeling each other out right now. And we're, you know, look, we're anxious to, uh, you know, to build this team. There's a, there's a really great foundation that we're dealing with. And, and obviously there's been a lot of, uh, a lot of publicity around all of the free agents we had. And, and, you know, we're still talking to some of those guys, but, um, but what we know, you know, what we know about this team is that, there's a lot of talent returning and, and, and hopefully there's a lot of health returning too. You get, get that third baseman back healthy. That, that probably helps a little bit come opening day. And uh, AJ Puck and Birch Smith are both doing great in rehab. And you, you know, you add those to the, the rotation that's in place to Olsen, Murphy, Loriano, Canna, Piscotti. Like we're excited about the team that, that is definitely coming back and, and looking forward to building on that. Yeah, you know, I've been talking about there's a lot of teams that, you know, from what it sounds like from national writers, that there's a lot of teams out there that are not going to be in it to win it. And that's what I keep saying about the A's. I go, you know, what you guys do every year, you don't reset, you don't rebuild. every. And if you could explain that to the audience, every single year you guys are in it to win it. Yeah, and look, it doesn't work out every year. I mean, we've obviously had, you know, gaps in, in those playoff years we talked about earlier where it doesn't quite pan out the way it looked on paper in December and January. But um, but the idea is absolutely to go into the season uh, with the ability to compete and, and particularly in a year like this with that group. I mean, you talk about having a rotation of Lazardo, Manaya, Montas, Bassett, um, just, just at the top four, and then with some options at the fifth, and you, you've got the gold glovers on the corners. I mean, this is a team uh, that was built to continue to compete and should absolutely get that opportunity. you got to be sleeping better at night because there's been years where you didn't even have a rotation and you had to figure it out. Now, I mean, look at those names. you like, you, you got a rotation. You don't have to worry about it. Yeah, I can rattle those off pretty easily because, yeah, like you said, there, there are years when I'm like, ooh, it's, uh, there's a one and two out there somewhere, but uh, it's nice to have starting pitching. I mean, you can never, you can never have enough, and, and we're going to need to add to our depth. We know that. Um, but, you know, those, those four guys I just mentioned, uh, any one of those guys on any given day, you can give the ball and feel great about winning a game. So uh, that makes, makes our job easier. It makes Bob's and Emo's job easier and uh it's again you couldn't find a better foundation to sort of build off of you know as a general manager you're in control of the entire organization and something i've been waiting to ask you it's like 
how has it been communicating with these minor league players who obviously it's so sad that they've lost a year of their professional career, but how do you keep track of them and how do you communicate with them? It takes, it takes a lot of people to do it. And and you're right. I mean, one of the the things about 2020 that we're going to continue to feel the effects of is those guys who lost a full season of development. Um, You know, there's a, there's a select group, obviously, that were at the alternate site down in San Jose and, and a little bigger group that we had in Instructional League. And you got to give credit to Ed Sprague and, and his staff who who got the absolute most they possibly could out of those two sites. And, and the guys at the alternate site, the guys in Instructional League got some reps. They, you know, they really made some progress this summer. Which, which is going to be huge going forward. But, um, but it is critical to, to stay on top of those guys and make sure they, uh, you know, make sure they feel connected to the organization. So, you know, Ed and, and Zach Bash down in minor leagues and all the, the coaches and staff spread out through the minor league system have done absolutely everything they could to, to stay in touch with guys, make sure they're, they're staying in shape, staying healthy, uh, first and foremost in, in this situation. But, um, but yeah, it'll be, you know, it'll be a great day when we get, you know, all 150 plus of those minor leaguers back together at Pitch Park in Mesa sometime next spring. You know, I, I don't know if you have the answer to this and I don't know if anybody does, but this is going to dramatically affect college baseball, junior college baseball, high school baseball. You had a bunch of guys I my heart goes out to them that lost their senior year of high school baseball. I think you and I know how much that meant to us in our lives, just from the scouting perspective, just how, how do you think the future is going to look with so many kids not being able to play? Yeah, this is, this is going to be another, uh, another tough year for amateur baseball. It looks like we've already seen, some of the D2 schools in California cancel their season. Uh, a lot of the major Division One conferences are talking about moving their season back. Uh, actually, Baseball America just had an article this morning about the SEC, you know, the biggest baseball college baseball co- conference in the country, trying to figure out what they're going to do for scheduling. Um, you know, one of the advantages of this particular year is that Major League Baseball, before this all happened, you know, had moved the draft back into July to the all-star break. So it gives a little bit of cushion for colleges and high schools to move their season back and still, still get scouted for the draft. But um, yeah, it just, the, the layers are so, so deep as far as how this affects the game as a whole. Um, and I know Eric is, you know, is planning meetings already for January with the scouting staff to figure out how to, how to deal with the 2021 season. But, you know, like I said, you hope, you hope you get as many people out on the field as possible. You hope we get through 2021 and, and can put this all behind us because it's important for everybody to get back to, to some normalcy within the game. Yeah, we had the commissioner, Rob Manfred, on the show during the playoffs, and he said it perfectly, that the virus will dictate how the offseason and how ne- next season is going to go, and it and and it's true. It's just we're all in a wait and see, but uh, we always appreciate your time. Thank you so much. Have a great Christmas with the family, and have a happy new year. We'll talk to you in 2021. Be safe and uh, be well. We'll talk soon. Thanks very much, Chris. Hope you and your family are safe and the same for all of A's fans out there. And we will we'll definitely check in in January. David Forrest, the general manager of your Oakland Athletics. This has been a presentation of the Oakland Athletics. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. 
I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.